Hi, I'm Priya. I'm Kyron. I'm Shiv. And we're from NCS Leicester Team 9 Wave 2 and welcome to our podcast, New Dawn, New Thoughts. Today we're going to be talking about period poverty and today we have a special guest. Hi, my name is Osman and I am their assistant team leader. So guys, what's your stance on period poverty? Well, to me, period poverty is a very big issue in society which isn't talked about enough and hopefully this podcast can raise more awareness for it. Uh, there's many issues to do with it, for example, financial stability, how COVID-19 has affected it, and it's just not talked about enough, especially in the news. Yeah, it's just crazy how, uh, how much stuff, like, how big this issue is, but why people don't talk about it. It's not like climate change, like, uh, that, that's uh, talked about a lot in society. People still don't take, uh, take steps about it, but um, period poverty isn't even dis- discussed at homes because it's seen as, periods are seen as disgusting, yeah, there's like some sort of like taboo around it. Like I know in my religion, in Hinduism, apparently it's considered dirty if you pray whilst you're on your period. Yeah, things like celebrations like Navratri, like the whole point is a fun celebration. And I heard you can't even attend it when you're on your period because of the it's seen as dirty for some reason. Same in like Islam as well. So whereas, you know, there's like rulings on everything about it, like it's not as taboo because it's spoken about. There's still like the thing that's like... Um, you can't pray when you're on your period and I feel like that has then merged with like cultural uh, uh, cultural thoughts and reasonings as well and it's just become stigmatised and like again coming from a, a South Asian household um, like we don't talk about it like uh, my parents and my sister they go out of their way to avoid conversations about periods in front of me and my dad when in reality you know I personally think it's something that it's not really something that should be taboo or should be we should be ashamed about and I think it's something we should have an open and like free discussion about because it is a major issue nowadays. I feel like even like outside of religion like in society like say if you were on your period and you wanted like a pad or like a tampon you'd have to like whisper to your friend like oh do you have like a tampon do you have this like I feel like there shouldn't be any shame about periods like periods is something that's normal and like saying this respectfully why is it considered dirty if God is the person who gave us periods and all these things? Unless you're atheist, of course, but see, I just don't... In, in my household, it's a bit different. I live in a normal household. However, it's more of an open household. So it's not as traditional as a lot of people live in where they're oppressed from talking about periods. My mum would... glad She would tell me if she was on her period if I asked question she wouldn't hide away from it she wouldn't shy away from it and that's why to me periods are very normal if someone was to be struggling for their period i'd help them out to me it's a very normal thing and it should be a normal thing and that should be in every household not just mine not just the minority households it should be in every household there should be no no issues talking about periods at all but in that case then you also have to think about how it's a culturally taboo thing that has gone on for generations which is why i feel like this hopefully can be a problem that is solved within our generation because we can i feel like our generation is that of like we are more ready to take action and yeah. ready to like um the more open-minded more open-minded yes, we are. as well no, this is what i think um if it, it i don't think it started out as a bad bad a bad thing like to, to talk about it was just about women's respect but now but slowly as you know generations come and go it just becomes like um, this thing that sh- no one should speak about. Um, it doesn't matter if it's both for for respect or not because it, it just feels weird if you talk about it because uh, no one, no one really does it. No no one talks about it in the household. So 
that's the problem. It shouldn't feel weird. Yeah. It should be a normal thing. It should be very normalized. I also feel like it should be more normalized in schools as well. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of stigma in it with schools, and I feel like it's not talked about as much. Yeah. Like again, um, there's this law. I think I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure there's like a law stating that um. Like schools can basically claim free sanitary products and that they can hand out to the students. They get it discounted or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and then they can basically give it to the students for free, but only like forty percent of schools have like signed up for this. Yeah. So like my question is, is like why have only forty percent of schools like done this? Like why has there not been more schools signing up for this? Why is there not more schools taking advantage of this to you know be able to provide free sanitary products? And the schools for which have signed up for it. They don't market it enough. Mm. So it's, there's still some girls in them schools who are afraid to talk about it because they didn't even know that they could get free products. I feel like as a whole, sanitary products should just be free. I mean, like earlier on this year, there has been like the first step of abolishing tampon tax, which mm. was just 5% VAT. But even though that has decreased the prices just by a bit, it's not really resolved the problem that much. And I feel like periods aren't really a choice and it should be made free. Like... On average in the UK, women spend on average about like eight pounds a month. And I don't know about you guys, but I find that's really expensive since that money could be used for like other things. And especially with women who have much more of a lower income, they have to choose between providing food for their family or buying menstrual products. And I just don't see that's fair at all. It's it's just business uh, companies exploiting this issue for the benefit because we don't um periods is not a choice in it so um they gain a lot of profit from it um and uh, it's just crazy how much they uh, will you know exploit it exploit this issue uh how i think how it should be that um the profit should be kept minimum or you know rules should be kept up by the gov laid out by the government to um not let companies profit by that much and, and thus decreasing the price of these products yeah, eight pound a month is quite a lot. If you think about today's national minimum wage, eight pound a month compared to the hourly rate is a significant amount. And today, some lady approached me outside the store, and I came out the store because I just bought some food. And then she asked me where the closest place to buy eggs and milk is, and I told her right outside the store for eggs and milk. And she said they're too expensive; it must be cheaper somewhere else. And then I directed her to a shop which is fifteen minute walk. A 15-minute walk is quite far just to get eggs and milk to save that extra 50, 20, 50p to a pound. And to me, imagine if she's trying to save that much on food. Imagine now she has to also probably spend money on sanitary products for herself. It's not right at all, and £8 a month is a significant amount. It's also, like, not even that, but we can speak from experience because... Like the placement of them is like very out of the way. Like we yeah. we went into Tesco yesterday to um basically talk about whether we could like basically do some fundraising for um period to get poverty. for period poverty, and we went in and as a just like a quick thing was like oh I wonder where the sandwich products are and we couldn't find it and in the end it was it was on the bottom shelf like to the the bottom two shelves and it was like the tiniest amount yeah. the tiniest yeah. amount on the bottom two shelves in the entirety of that like it was a te- tesco express to yeah. be fair so it wasn't massive but two like the bottom two rows and yeah. a small amount as well and it was just it's... like around like two pounds as well and i just don't think that's reasonable at all i also feel like the current pandemic has also affected the availability of these sanitary products with like 
economy is crushing. Yeah, unemployment unemployment did rise by about 4.8%, I heard. And if there's more people being unemployed, there's less disposable income in ho- inside households. And less disposable income means they can't afford the extra £8 a month. They can't, they're going to have to budget more. Imagine having to budget for a period, budgeting for something that you can't control. People can control having kids. People can control having being able to budget for diapers yeah sex and having kids is a choice but things like periods aren't a choice so you shouldn't have to budget for a period it's crazy it should not be like that at all yeah and like colleges they they say like you know you get uh, free condoms um for sex but why why not free sanitary products yeah why only 40 percent of colleges and schools have signed up to the scheme and not 100 percent? i feel like it should be 100 i feel like the government should it should, not, they should even need to sign up for it. Yeah. It should just be a given. Yeah. yeah. But like the thing is as well, it's like I'm not gonna name names, but the secondary <laughs> school I went to, um, it was like really like stingy in that sense because I remember one of my friends, like, she was on her period and she like was one of those people where like if you know, but she had like a heavy flow, so she needs to keep changing it. And she forgot, she started like a day uh, or two early, so she wasn't expecting it, she didn't have anything on her. So she went to the welfare office, which is where you normally get the tampons from, or like the pads, and they gave her one. And when she went to go get it, she's like, you're only allowed one. Like, what is she supposed to do? She should not be like that at all. So it's literally like, she had to go around asking all of her friends, she's like, do you have one? And luckily like, she was able to get it. But the fact of the matter is like, I went with her the second time, and she's like, yeah, I need another one. And she's like, no, you can't get it. It's one per student. And it's like, like, what does that mean? Crazy. I feel like schools like try to like become blind to this this idea of like periods and things. Like obviously that's unfair. And also like say like, not every woman or female, but like when someone has periods, like the cramps are like really really Painful. bad. And it's like most of the times you can't even concentrate because of how bad they are. And like you can't even like take off or like excuse yourself just for one day. Because, I don't know, they just don't understand it for some reason. I did hear a statistic somewhere that some students in schools, a lot of the students, have, a lot of girls have taken off days because their cramps are that bad, they can't come into school. And there should be some sort of thing in schools where if a girl is getting cramps and it's really bad, they have the opportunity to step outside and just take a breather, or get some fresh air. It's not even that, it's like, that statistic also talked about how like loads of girls... Um, how missing days because they can't afford sanitary products so they don't yeah. want to go in because like they're afraid that they might leak and it's like that shouldn't be an issue because because of the lack of sanitary products being available to them they're now missing out on their education yeah and it's almost a vicious cycle because at the end of the day with the way um, you know like how it's like drilled into us that education is the most important thing, which it is because you know yes. without an education like you're missing out on some of the biggest like gateway oppo- uh, gateway opportunities. It's like if they're missing out on their education, it's a big downfall for them, and they shouldn't have to miss out on their education because they can't afford the sanitary products. And some people who do understand that end up having to use a tissue or an uncomfortable towel to prevent themselves from bleeding all over their clothes, which is not fair at all. A towel would must be so uncomfortable for them. It's not fair. It should not be like that at all. Sanitary products need to be more affordable and more accessible to everyone. And I'm not sure about you, but I don't know how comfortable a tissue would be to use. Oh, wait, it's not comfortable at all. No, so it's like yeah. to have to go through that. It's not something. It's not just like about... the blood just soaks straight through. It doesn't yeah. even like absorb it. Like I've yeah. tried it once before, and it's no. Yeah, it wouldn't just be about the fact that it's uncomfortable. It's also the fact that the nervousness of okay, it might bleed through. And the, that... fa- the way that I've like I have heard my friends be like 
like ask am i leaking like can is that yeah like, it's like that, it's yeah. that fear as well it's like you need to be able to like have that yeah it's that security the that pad security, gives us yeah. the pad doesn't just absorb it but also gives that mental security the fact that you know you're not going to bleed through your clothes whereas mm. a tissue doesn't provide that and a pad doesn't smell either a tissue will smell mm. a towel will smell but a pad doesn't smell at all so i know it's just one of those things where it's like we it's something that we definitely need to raise more awareness on and hopefully yeah. in the future we can have it so that at least all schools and secondary schools mostly and colleges will be able to provide free sanitary products for their students. Well, as part of NCS, like trying to like reduce the rate of period poverty is one of our projects and we've decided to like try and get donations. So outside of like some supermarkets and things, um, people could buy sanitary products and place them outside the supermarket and like there's some sort of ba- basket and we can donate them to like women's shelters and things and I feel like even though it is a small scale project it could like enlarge into some large scale project across the UK and I feel like we could eventually reduce the rate at which this problem's going at. Yeah we've teamed up with AKM Charity and What's great about that is we now have a charity to work with to add longevity to this project. At one point, we can even add bins and trolleys in front of uh, supermarkets. Like, currently, there's trolleys in front of supermarkets which have food for the homeless. Yeah, food banks. Yeah, food banks and things like that outside supermarkets. Now, imagine if we could add something like that for sanitary products. If we could have a trolley or bin or something outside every single supermarket or major supermarket chain, and people could just add a pad, pack of pads or something like that into there, and we could donate them to the food shelter, not food shelters, sorry, um, women's shelters, women's aid, places like that, homeless shelters even, but add more, it won't just get rid of the stigma, but it'll allow people who aren't financially stable enough to be able to afford tampons and pads to be able to get them. Yes. Um, it's, it's, I think it's just a... We're slowly getting to that point. Um, it's, we still have a long way to go, but as uh, gener- as new generations come and um, older ones go, we start re- we um, start to make more and more progress. So um, I feel like we could actually make a difference. Yeah, we yeah. can actually make. If we work hard enough on this, we can make a difference. I mean, we're already making a difference because, like, again, with like we're already breaking the stigma because. Um, when you, when you guys picked this project, like, all of the guys in the room, they were yeah. very, like, they were on board with this, and they're, like, there's no shame. So I feel like we're already, like, moving past this, like, where boys are mocking the whole, you know, the idea of, like, periods and stuff. So yeah. I feel like well, we are... Boys so don't, boys don't uh, feel it. That's why boy, um, people, uh, men, men we don't, don't, understand, like, we, we don't yeah. understand it. That's why we can't, like, say how serious the issue is, but yeah. women do, and we have to respect that. That's why we have a girl like Priya on the podcast. Um. <laughs> it's not the only reason. Priya is a very amazing person. But, yeah, I do feel like, as most of the guys on this team, we have accepted it more. We, there was, when we picked the topic, no one felt weird about it at all. In fact, most of the guys voted for this topic, which just showed how accepting society is becoming. So not just periods, but everything. And how much change that is actually happening now. Well, yeah. there was this one guy on our project. He was like kind of like... It's not his problem because, like, he was a man. But, like, he's, like... I don't know, I feel like there's this sort of thing. Like, he's, like, he thinks that you can choose to have periods, which you can't. And I feel like it needs to be more openly discussed about in many places. But he is on board with this project. Yeah, now he understands, but... The team managed to explain to him 
and, yeah. and make him understand. And if you can make one person understand through just talking to them, imagine we can make everyone else understand by bins outside places, and we can break the stigma very greatly. And you know, um, again, uh, I was using Quora one day, and I came through this post, and uh, it said it said about this guy helping um, hit a girl his age who had a leak, and um, it, it was it was visible. So he gave his swear to wrap around for that girl to wrap around uh, her waist, and uh, you know, first of all, big ups to her mother, uh, his mother, and uh, for for raising the um, such a good son, and. Um, it just goes to show that how how much this uh, this generation has come to understand this issue. It's not like no one's shying away from it. Like everyone understands. Yeah, our par- our parents play a big part on who we are as people because they influence us as kids. And if in a household where people can talk about periods openly or anything openly, it shapes us to be more open people to anything and more accepting to anything. I mean, and it's, it's not very just, important. It's not just our parents because it's like our friends because yeah. they're the people we rely on the most. So, like. If we see, yeah, if we see people our age as well talking about it, then we'll be more open to talk Even about it. Even celebrities as well, because a lot of people are influenced by celebrities mm. nowadays. Uh, so if these celebrities start talking more about it or do something, even if it's something minor, something minute, it makes a big, big impact. And I think that's like, and I think like that's the thing with this podcast: a new dawn, new thoughts. And I feel like. This is what we're supposed to be doing. We're talking about these issues as to raise awareness. I feel like our generation is talking about these things more openly. Like on TikTok, like I scroll through there literally every day. <laughs> but even though there's some weird content there, some of it can be quite educational. Mm-hmm. Like someone posts something about some sort of topic and in the comments there's like different ideas, new stances on like how this issue should, I don't know, be talked about more often. And I feel like our society is going to, like, over the coming years, I feel like more things will be more openly talked about and, like, we could end many things, like, for example, period poverty. So hopefully in the future, this does get better. Yeah. Like, just a few more decades later, we are going to be the society. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's a generational issue yeah. which is being fixed because the generations before don't understand it as much as we do. But coming back to social media... Things I do see a lot on social media. Someone could talk about their problems, and in the comments, there'll be so much support for that problem. There'll always be, there will never be a, everyone attacking them. There'll always be at least one person who's supporting them, and we need more people in support of the greater good. Well, this was interesting to talk about. We'll wrap it up here. Um, thank you for listening to us. So, this was episode one of New Dawn, New Thoughts, and uh, we hope you enjoyed this conversation, and hopefully, we can have more conversations like this in the future. So, I'm I'm Osman. I'm Priya. I'm Kyron. I'm Shiv. And this was New Dawn, New Thoughts, episode one.